This sermon was recorded at the Johnson County Congregation of Redeemer Fellowship, a church that exists to cultivate communities of transformed disciples who live for the glory of God and the good of the city. For more information, visit RedeemerKansasCity.org. Good morning and Merry Christmas. Our scripture this morning is going to be from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him not anything made that was made. I'm sorry, I'm going to read that verse 3 again. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas. Um, would, you, uh, would you pray with me? And then I'll get started. Christ, you are the light of the world. Spirit of God, I ask that you would awaken our hearts to that reality. I ask you would awaken our zeal to that reality. I ask that you would awaken our affections to the fact that you are the light of the world and the darkness has not overcome it. Spirit of God, uh, use your word to... Um, convict us and comfort us and strengthen us and direct us and instruct us. Give us humility. Give us the grace to hear and receive your word this morning, I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, today's sermon, today's sermon is a Christmas message. It's a Christmas message, so it's fitting that this message is not about presence. And it's not about garland, and it's not about trees. This message isn't about feasts with your loved ones, and it isn't about your family traditions. No, this is a Christmas message, which means it can't be about any of those things, mainly. This is a Christmas message, and that means that it isn't about the lost or even the destitute. This message isn't about charity or the homeless, or even people experiencing deep sorrow or depression during this time of year. No, this is a Christmas message, which means this message is about God. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and that Word that is God became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth, and this is what Christmas is all about. God became a man. God came to his people as one of his people. To us, a child is born. To us, a light has come. And the darkness has not overcome the light. The darkness out there around us and the darkness in here, inside our hearts. Darkness isn't overcome by baptizing it or rounding off sharp edges Darkness isn't overcome by pretending that we're not guilty. Darkness isn't overcome by wishing that darkness wasn't darkness. Darkness is overcome by the light. And Jesus is the light and life of men. That's it. 
That's reality. What you see out there isn't the end of the story. Your sickness, your sin, the harm or sin done to you isn't the end of the story. Your suffering isn't the end of the story. I want you to leave today, as I've thought about this servant sermon, I've, I've wanted us to leave today and kind of cock our heads and go, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Jesus is winning. Jesus is in charge. Jesus shines. Oh yeah, Jesus is the light and he's the light that has come and is right now overcoming my darkness. Not someone else's, not my neighbor's or my kids, but my darkness, the darkness that assails me both from the outside and the darkness that assails me from the inside. The days of darkness are numbered. They're numbered. And the days of light, the light of the eternal Christ, have no end ever. Christ is stretching and encroaching on all darkness everywhere. His light is attacking and invading the darkness. And the darkness doesn't have a chance. It doesn't have a chance, friends. It's only a matter of a little while and darkness will be no more. This is what Christmas is about. Jesus came in the form of a little baby. The king of the universe came in skin and flesh, and he did this with purpose. And this morning, we'll meditate on three ways, just three ways that because of the birth of Jesus Christ, that he overcomes darkness. He overcomes the darkness in our hearts. He overcomes the darkness in our minds, and he overcomes all the darkness in the world. Jesus overcomes the darkness in our minds. Without Christ, without Christ, there's no, there's no light in the world at all. Without Christ, you cannot know the world. You cannot know how it's, you cannot know the world, how it is meant to be known. Without Christ, you can't even see what's really there. C.S. Lewis is famous for uh, once, once having said something to the effect of, I believe in God like I believe in the sun. Not only because I experience and see God, but because of God, I can see everything else that's around me. The same way because of the sun, because of the light of the sun, I can see all the things in the world. John eighteen thirty seven says, then Pilate said to him, so you're a king. And Jesus answered, you say that I'm a king. For this, purpose, for this purpose I was born. And for this purpose I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And Romans 1 tells us that without a right relationship with the living God, we will suppress the truth in unrighteousness. There exists in the world, a darkness that is not just out there, my friends. It's in here, and it's in here. This darkness is selfish and self-obsessed. It's deceptive and cruel and jealous and insidious. Sin has infected our minds, and the truth is elusive. It's hard 
to comprehend. Jesus himself is the truth, and he overcomes the darkness that clouds your mind and shrouds the good. And one day, one day our minds won't be unruly anymore. One day your mind will not be difficult to manage. One day your own thoughts won't lie to you and work against you. One day, all the dark thoughts will be gone. One day, all the deceit and all the guile that we tend to believe in will be gone. One day, your unbelief will be gone. And your faith will be perfect sight. One day, the light that shines in the darkness will shine all the darkness out of your mind. And only the light, only the light of the knowledge of the glory of God will remain. Romans 12 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That renewing of your mind is the process of Christ the light overcoming darkness in your life. Overcoming darkness in your own thought processes. And Romans 1 explains that although they knew God, although they knew God, they did not honor him as a God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Christ's light renews your mind and overcomes the darkness in your mind. And Christ's light overcomes the darkness in your heart where our foolish hearts have been darkened. Because we exchange the truth about God for a lie and we worship and serve the creature rather than the creator. Truth is darkened in our minds and then honor and affection for God is darkened in our hearts. But Christ overcomes that as well. We're the ones that have, we're the ones that love darkness because our deeds are evil. John 3.19 says, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and the people love darkness rather than the light because their deeds are evil. Our heart needs someone to overcome the darkness that exists in it. Your heart needs light. The only light that is the light of men. Without this light, there's only darkness. And Jesus came into the world to overcome the darkness in your heart. He says, I have not come into the world to condemn the world, but I came into the world to save the world. And that's what today's about. The light that shines, the light that has dawned is the light of salvation for all of God's people. Isaiah 9 says, the people who have walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. And again, in Isaiah 42, it says, I, the Lord, will keep you and will make you a light to the Gentiles to open the eyes of the blind, to free the captives from prison and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. That is the darkness. That is the darkness that's temporary. That is the darkness whose days are numbered. 
Again, Isaiah 49 says, I will also give you as a light to the Gentiles that you should be my salvation to the ends of the earth. And 1 John 1 says, this is the message that we've heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And a sentence later it says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. That's the light. That's Jesus Christ operating inside your hearts. There's darkness there, but Christ overcomes that kind of darkness. Friends, the darkness is passing away and the true light, the true light is already shining. It's already shining. That is what Christmas is about. The world's a dark place. Our hearts are dark places, but God, but Jesus came and he proclaimed and he said, I am the light of the world. He's the light. He's the light. Your house is not a light. Your gear, your stuff is not a light for you. Your friends, your family, they're wonderful, but they aren't lights. They aren't lights. There's only one light, and that is Jesus. Your money is not a light. Your wife or your husband cannot be a light for you. Your kids are not a light. There's only one light, and his name is Jesus Christ. And he came as a little baby, and he destroyed the power of sin, and he crushed the head of the serpent, and he conquered the grave, and he shines. He shines. He shines right now, just like he was shining then. And one day, not very long from right now, he'll shine like the sun forever, forever, forever. In fact, there won't even be sun or moon or stars because they won't have a job anymore. They won't have a use anymore because this light will be all that the universe needs for anything and everything forever. That's the light that today is about. And it's the kind of light that the darkness can't overcome, can't understand, can't grasp. Jesus overcomes the darkness in our minds. He overcomes the darkness in our hearts and he overcomes the darkness in the world. Because this world is a fallen place. It's a fallen and sinful place. Ephesians 6 makes us aware, lets us know that there's rulers, there are authorities, there are cosmic powers, and a kind of present darkness and spiritual forces of evil at work in the world right now. There's a darkness in this world that is opposed to Christ, that is opposed to his coming, that is opposed to his transformation in your heart and mind right now. But Jesus was born, Jesus was born to destroy the works of the devil. Christmas is about destroying the works of the devil because there's these, this is one of the reasons that Jesus came explicitly. The word made flesh was born to invade and overcome and destroy the devil's works. Hebrews 2.14 says, since therefore children share in, in, uh, in flesh and blood, he himself likewise 
partook of the same things that through death he might destroy the one who has power of death, that is, the devil. Jesus partook of the same thing as us. That's explaining that Jesus came as a man so that he could die. So that through dying, he could destroy the one who has power over death, that is, the devil. The word became flesh so that he could die, so that he could overcome all darkness. 1 John 3, 8 says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Advent is about appearing. Advent is about Jesus coming. It's here. He's here. The light is here. And he shines. He shines. Our text today doesn't say he did shine or he will shine. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can't overcome it. He shines. He's acting. He's moving. He's accomplishing his plans. He's overcoming darkness right now. He's destroying the works of the devil right now. He's the king of the universe right now. He is not blind. He is not paralyzed. He's not deaf to your cries or cold to your despair. He's the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. And he hasn't left you. He hasn't forgotten about you. He won't abandon you. All your longings for a world that isn't dark are fulfilled in Jesus Christ. All your longings to believe are fulfilled in Jesus. All your longings to have a pure heart are fulfilled in Jesus Christ. This day, Christmas, is a day of victory. The light has been turned on in a dark universe and no one and nothing will ever extinguish it. It will grow brighter and brighter and brighter until he's all that's left and every single drop of darkness will be no more. He'll wipe away every tear from their eye Revelation 21 tells us, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. The former things have passed away. Behold, I am making all things new. New. That's the future. That's the promise that was birthed in the coming of Jesus, King Jesus. He's marching through all of human history, taking his bride, the church, with him toward that blessed day. Come, come, Lord Jesus, we ask. Come, overcome our darkness and the darkness in the world. Let, it be, let us be the kind of people this, this Christmas that take with us this kind of victorious Jesus, the conquering light of the world to our friends and family. 
And I want to, I want to round this message to a close by bringing us right back to where I started. And I want to say, enjoy, enjoy the season, enjoy the lights. I'm not going to, it's not like a trick question or a trick exhortation. Enjoy the lights. Enjoy the meals. Enjoy your family and the family traditions that you're making. Enjoy giving to the less fortunate. Enjoy giving your money away. Enjoy the trees and the decorations and all the presents and the candy canes and the carols. Enjoy all of it and enjoy them in light of the only light that really exists. See this season with eyes that have been moved from blindness to real, true sight. See the season in its full brightness. Enjoy everything about it because you see it in light of the full brightness because of the light that shines on all of it is the light of Jesus Christ. Recently, recently I read a pastor pointing out that the sun, the sun doesn't rise the way you flip on a light switch. It rises slowly and gradually. And it's really, really dark right before the sun begins to rise. And that pattern that pattern exists in nature so that we can walk out of here staring at the light of Jesus Christ. That pattern exists in nature so that we can glorify God. That pattern in nature's job is to glorify God by pointing to the work of Jesus Christ. That pattern is so that we can understand what he's up to, what he's doing. Because at the cross of Christ, darkness looked like it had won the day. It looked like it was victorious. And on Calvary, the darkness was as thick and black as pitch. And out of that dark, darkest darkness, a light has dawned. Jesus Christ, the life and light of men. And that son, that son, the son of God is rising. And one day he will shine like the noonday sun forever, forever. And he'll chase every drop of darkness away, away. He shines. He shines. And he's shining right now. He shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome him. That's what Christmas is about. That's what we're all here for. That's what we're doing today. Amen. Amen. So we'll finish our sermon proclaiming his death proclaiming his death just like he told us to until he comes again. The Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body. My body is for you. Do this in remembrance of me.
And in the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. If you're a Christian this morning, we invite you to take communion. And if you put all your hope on Christ for your righteousness, if you place all of your faith in Jesus Christ for your righteousness before God, we invite you to take communion. The way we do that is we break a piece of bread off and we dip it into a cup. The stoneware cups have wine in them and the glassware have juice in them. We'll have two stations right down here in front of me and then we'll have one station over to my left that is gluten-free, that is single serve and is also only juice. And then we'll also have prayer ministers over here to my left who love to pray for anybody for anything, anytime. I'm going to pray for us and the servers can come up and the musicians can come back up. Would you all bow your heads and pray with me? Light of the world, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for displaying unthinkable humility as you divested yourself of all your glory and came as a baby. Would we see your humility and would we put on your kind of humility? Would would we see ourselves become less so that you could become more? Even in this moment, Spirit of God, would you sink the realities of the power of Christ deeper into who we are, deeper into how we see ourselves in the world, deeper into how we orient our emotions and our money, deeper in uh, the center of who we are and orients every single decision that we make? Christ, would you shine in our hearts Would you shine in the world? Even right now, we pray real prayers. Would you overcome darkness that we see in our lives, in the world around us? And would you fill us with new, fresh faith this morning as we come and eat true food and drink true drink in the name of Jesus Christ? Amen. Come forward whenever you're ready.